0: I'm a lady, i all my family's money and in research into a cure. The funds were just pouring away. Every line of research was a blind alley. We started experimenting with the benefits of zero gravity for treatment. We took patients up into an orbital satellite I'd bought off the government. Oh, they were always keen to take my money. Ridiculed me in public, but took my money behind closed doors.
1: And the co-team contacted
2: you, didn't they? They did.
3: was just getting you a hot drink.
1: Oh. Thanks. Mm. Let me sleep.
3: You needed to.
1: Mm, Perhaps. How long was I...
3: Not that long. Quayne says we still have four days to go. How are you feeling? Well, I felt better.
1: Me too. What's the matter?
3: Do you think we're doing the right thing? The right thing? going along with Quayne and his people.
1: Now there's a question. What exactly is the right thing?
3: I'm assuming that's one of your rhetorical
1: questions. That's often the trouble, isn't it? What is? That question. There's never really one answer. Mm. Got any more of that?
3: Yes, here. It's good, isn't it? Mmm. Just about the only remotely pleasant thing we've encountered on this planet. Possibly? Possibly. Definitely, I'd
1: say. Yes, and I might agree with you, but that would just be our point of view.
3: You're being very philosophical.
1: Am I? Mm hmm Yes, well, it's all a matter of perspective, isn't it?
3: Is it? I'm not sure I follow you. Well,
1: when you think about it, there are a lot of different perspectives on this planet, aren't there? Points of view, deeply held convictions, what the security people think, what Quaid and his people think... Whatever it is, the Coteam, you think?
3: Are you saying we should never have got involved?
1: That's certainly a point of view.
3: Doctor, we didn't have a choice.
1: Maybe we didn't. Maybe,
3: Maybe we, we did.
1: did. I did.
3: You're in a very peculiar mood, Doctor.
1: Maybe it's just a question of survival.
3: Do you mean for the Velm or the Coteam? For us. Do you think we're still in danger?
1: I think the sooner we get to the TARDIS and leave, the better you <laughs>
4: Uh, yes, sir. Well, let's not ask about. I want to get to the bottom of this. Of course. Sit. Stick the tape in. I take it you're going to talk me through this. I don't want to sit through hours of this stuff. Just give me the highlights
5: and the headlines. I have prepared a report. A report?
4: <laughs> Always so present and correct, aren't you, Brodlick? I myself On all the fancy letters after your name. Yeah, I oh, know. Didn't help you this time, though, did they? If it weren't for the fact that I've got the security minister breathing down my neck about all this, I might take time to enjoy making you squirm. But since I'm head of security, and you're supposedly one of my most respected underlings, my arse is very much roasting over the fire as we speak. So get
5: on with it! May I?
4: Oh, I'll be taping this on my machine. I see. Any objection? Wouldn't want to miss any of your words of wisdom, would we? Make sure you speak up for the sake of the microphone, name, and rank. That'd be a nice place to start,
5: don't you think? Security Department Senior Psychiatric Interrogator Lesla Brodlich. Reporting to Chief of Security Rove Gilbrook. Subject alien incursion. By the Koteem? Uh, that isn't certain. What do you mean? If uh, you'll permit me to continue, sir. we well, would better start making sense soon, Bratwick. Well, you'll be the judge of that. Uh, I'm sure, chief. <laughs> Very much so. This is my first interview with a prisoner and as... Pause it. She is a beauty, isn't she? Apart from the bruising to the right eye. Overzealous restraint in the custody processing. Oh,
4: well, my custody boys love their job.
5: Yes. yes. I believe you did mention that when you handed me this case. Yeah.
4: Well, never mind that. Just get on with it.
5: Your custody record gives your name as Nisetrakin, is that correct? Do you understand me?
3: Yes. Yes, I understand. May I have something to drink? My mouth's very dry.
5: The hospital discharged you after only three days. They said you were recovered. Are you feeling ill?
3: Only if you count being beaten up by your thugs as illness.
5: You resisted arrest, I believe.
3: I didn't get a chance. And I didn't say my name was Nissa Trarchan. I said it was Nissa of Trarchan. Now, can I have something to drink, please?
5: Uh, yes, there's Telsa in the flask. Help yourself.
3: Uh, oh. Thank you. Smoke? What? Uh, no. If you don't mind, I, I don't do that.
5: Strange. I think I will.
3: Why is it strange?
5: I, I believe I'm the one who asks the question. You understand the seriousness of the charge?
3: I understand that your thugs jumped to conclusions and didn't give me a chance to speak.
5: Some might say that was understandable, given the circumstances.
3: Understandable?
5: You've been sent to me because you made certain assertions at the time of your custody processing. I'm the senior psychiatric interrogator. I want to know why you said those things.
3: Psychiatric? You think I'm mad? Uh,
5: you mentioned that you weren't from this planet, you were just here on a short stop while the doctor waited for the TARDIS to... uh, and then the officer said you became very garbled.
3: I was suffering from a concussion. Your officers knocked me out. I'd only just regained consciousness when they started asking me questions.
5: The arresting officers report that you became violent at the scene of the crime.
3: As I recall, there were at least four arresting officers, all of them considerably bigger and stronger than me. The only violence came from Do the... you
5: wish to make an official complaint against these officers?
3: I wish to be released so, so that- So that
5: you could return to the, uh, the TARDIS? Who is this doctor you mentioned?
3: He's a friend of mine.
5: Oh. And where is he now? I don't know. Pause it there.
4: Is there something? This Doctor Bloke. We got him on security cameras, didn't we? Uh I believe so. Oh wait a minute. Um they printed up a still for me. Ah, yes. This him? Uh yes. Y- yes, I believe so. If you'd got her to describe him in the first place, we could have had him
5: picked up and you'd have saved us a lot of hassle. My job was to determine Nyssa's mental condition and... On first name terms. It's simply the prisoner's name. It's important to use their names to gain their trust. Oh yes, very diligent, Brodlick.
4: All right, get on with it. Uh, perhaps
5: I should move on to the next tape I've selected. Did you have the medical report on her by the time you did the first interview? No. I was interrupted by the duty medical officer. I went to his office and looked over the reports and then returned to talk further with uh, the prisoner. I see. Uh, what happened when you resumed the interview? Well, um, the next day I no, was... No,
4: no, not the next day. Play me the rest of the first day's tape. Just wind it on until after you got the medical report. is uh,
5: isn't much of interest. Play it! I'm sorry we were interrupted.
3: When are you going to let me go?
5: I have your medical report here.
3: Oh, yes, they took a blood sample from me. Rather brutally, as I remember. Mm. Uh, uh,
5: and the tests on your blood confirm that you are alien to Valm. You look surprised. I thought... I would have presumed that you were aware that you are not a native of this world.
3: Yes. It's just that... Yes. I didn't know that people on this planet were aware of... Aliens.
5: Everyone knows of the Kutim. The Kutim? Your legacy is clear for all to see.
3: My legacy?
5: You claim not to know what your people did to this planet.
3: Let's assume I don't know what my people did.
5: Assume? I'm afraid I don't have time to play games. You are serious, aren't you?
3: So now you think I'm mad. But tell me anyway, Brodlick. Tell you? The legacy of the Kutim.
5: You're looking at it now. Oh, this is ridiculous.
3: What is? And what am I supposed to be looking at?
5: Me? You're looking at me, aren't you? And it's ridiculous that you'd think I'd believe you didn't know about the Kutim.
3: But you do believe me, don't you? You're a psychiatrist. A police psychiatrist. I think you know when people are being less than honest.
5: All right. I'll play along. What do you see when you look at my face?
3: I'm... I'm not sure what... Yes,
5: I'm good at knowing when people are being less than honest, and that's what you are being now. I'll make it easy for you. You see ugliness when you look at my face, when you look at the face of most people in the world. Distorted skin tissue, abnormal bone structure. Not like your face. Not... beautiful like you. I... There are only a few of us, the impossibly rich, the elite few who indulge in cosmetic adjustments to make them look like, well, how the Veln looked once. Once? But you'd know all about that, wouldn't you? Would I? You were arrested on follian's estate, weren't you?
3: I... I don't know. Was I? I remember trees and grass. Flowers.
5: That'll be Follian's estate, all right. There's nowhere else in this country like that.
3: No flowers?
5: Oh, yes, of course, I forgot. You don't know anything. Didn't you look at the sky?
3: Sky? Oh, Oh, oh,
5: oh, you're very good.
3: Good. But
5: this is impossible. Of course, you know what the Katim did. The pollution in the sky. The clouds that we've had to stare at for four generations. Dark blue at sunset and bright emerald in the midday summer sun. Pollution?
3: And this race, the Kotim, they polluted your atmosphere. They caused...
5: The genetic disfigurement. Yes, that's what your people did.
3: But if they did this to you, why do they still come to your planet? Presumably they do, since you don't seem that surprised to find an alien here.
5: We know that you send agents to our world. Our security people have had to deal with a number of
3: them. Deal? And now that you're sure I'm a Kotim, you'll be handing me over to your security people. Or is there something stopping you?
5: There's nothing stopping me. I shall process your papers and hand you...
3: Brodlick, over. I'm not a Kotim.
5: That's impossible. Your blood... My
3: blood test showed I was not a native of this planet, am I right? Of course. So it's tested against Velm blood? Yes. Was it tested against other Kutim samples?
5: I've... no idea.
3: But you're thinking about it.
5: You should have handed
4: her over to security. Why didn't you? By the time I... No, not later. At that point. The moment you were sure she was Cotim. You I should have... sure she... Oh. Now we get to it. Get to what? So what did you do? I... I don't follow you. Shall I tell you what you did, Brodlick? You took matters into your own hands. I had doubts. I wanted to, to check... Check up on the blood test results? To quiz the security department's duty medical officer, if you could? Yes, I know. That's bad enough in itself. But at this point, at the point when you left her in her comfortable little interview cell, what precisely... What did you do? I'm not sure what you're trying to Oh, Brodlick, Brodlick, Brodlick. I'm through playing games with you. Wake up! Haven't you got the message yet? This isn't an interview. You're not giving a report. You're in trouble. You went home, Brodlick. You went home early. I saw your face on the tape. You were a puzzled little Brodlick, weren't you? Oh, you psychiatric types. I've always thought you were on the verge of being just as crazy as the nutters you deal with. Not very stable, are you? The pretty little alien girl rattled your cage, didn't she? And you went home early, all hot and bothered to think about it. To plan what to do next for your cosy little case study. Never mind that you were breaking every major security regulation we have. I had completed my allotted hours for that. And now you're lying! hear me you went home three hours early back to your miserable little apartment
6: that's right broadly keep turning that key who are you never mind who we are just open the door we're just your chums come to visit now move Pretty shabby little place. Just what we'd expect from a government employee. If you're going to rob me, get on with it. You won't get any trouble from... (sighs) Never mind what we are. We just want to ask you a few questions, that's all. Then we'll be gone, and you can forget all about it.
5: I'd really strongly advise that, by the way. The forgetting part. Isn't your friend going to take off his pollution mask as well?
1: Why don't you wear one, Mr. Brodlick?
5: Mr. What's the point? I'm third generation full-blown. My father was born fully mutated. He doesn't like us much.
6: I'm not sure I blame him.
5: You people make me sick. (sighs) Sorry to hear that. You're both co-team agents, aren't you? No. Mr. Brodlick, I'm not going to waste your time
1: or mine. We know that a friend of mine was taken into your... uh, Security block. Security block, yes. Her name is (sighs) Nissa. I see you know who I'm talking about. What's the point of all this? The point is, Mr. Brodlick, that Nissa is not guilty of anything and I need to get her out of there. You're
5: the doctor, aren't you? Yes, yes, I am. She's spoken about you. Is she all right? Uh, yes. They'll have beaten her up. Is that
6: right? Is that what you've done to her? I haven't touched her. Maybe not you, but the others. I see. What do you want from me? We want you to think about your family. And if you don't care about them, Think about yourself. Please, Quain, do you have to do this? What do you know about my family? Quain, this isn't necessary. You want Nyssa back, don't you? Yes, you know I do. Then leave, leave this to me, Doctor. There's only one way to deal with these people. Isn't that right, Brodlick? You know about all sorts of nasty little things that happen in the security block. Maybe you don't do them yourself, but you know, don't you? I think you can take that as a yes. So I want you to think about your poor old mum and dad in the nursing home and your little sister who stacks barrels at the refinery.
2: You bastard! Yes,
6: we've done our research. Now, just imagine some of the things that happen in your security block happening to them. You getting the picture? Yes. Yes! Right, Doctor. Over to you. Thank you, Quinn.
4: So, what did happen when you went home?
5: All right, I admit it, I
4: was troubled. So you sat down with a nice cup of Tels and mulled over the predicament of your poor, beautiful little Kodim. What exactly are you getting at? And then you came back here later that evening. Yes, I know you thought we didn't know about that. You even tailgated your way in behind an officer so that you wouldn't have to use your security code key. Let me show you a tape. Now oh, there you are, entering the medical department. Oh, you didn't know there was a hidden camera there. What a shame. You studied medicine, didn't you, before you specialized in psychiatry?
5: Yes.
4: And you knew enough to compare the prisoner, Nissa's blood test results with all the other Coteam blood test results. Well, they didn't match.
5: So what did you think that meant? Well, I don't know. I honestly don't know. But if the blood didn't match, then she couldn't have been coteam, could she? You're thinking outside your jurisdiction, Brodlick. Aren't you even curious? Because
4: her blood type doesn't match with other coteam samples. (laughs) That just means she's a coteam with a different sort of blood. But it was a totally different And did you bring this matter up with the duty medical officer the next day? I was intending to... But you were b- distracted. A little incident. The following day, let's forget about your presentation, shall we? I'd like to skip to the recording of the next day, Brodlick. Shall we watch?
3: Have you processed my papers? What are you? Why do you want to know? What's the matter? You look... Scared.
5: Uh, I have processed your paper. I'm afraid the tape cuts out there. Apparently there was some fault in the system. I've spoken to the surveillance people about it. They say it was localized power. Convenient though, wasn't it, eh, Brodlick? Convenient? For the intruders, I mean. Uh, because
4: that's just about when it happened, wasn't it? What was the last timeline on the tape? About sixty-one. They'd left the building by 07.68. So your interview room surveillance camera cut out just a few moments before they entered. But at the time,
5: I didn't know anything was wrong.
4: Oh yes, that's right. They had security passes. Good enough to get them past a particularly comatose front desk man, who's since been reassigned, and you. Remind
5: me what the intruders told you. I think you know, sir. Perhaps you'd just like to make your point.
4: They said they were from the Outer State Affiliates. They had travel documentation and outranked me. They were most insistent. I had no choice. Those are your words.
5: I'm aware of that.
4: I'm not going to get angry. How's that? So you needn't get all jumpy and worried because I'm just going to ask you a simple question.
5: What really happened? What I said? What you've got written down there? That's what
4: really happened? That's what really happened. The travel documentation and all that? Yes, all that. Which Outer State affiliate were they from? Oh,
5: Uh I don't seem to recall. Why not tell me about it, in more detail? I don't really remember. It all happened so quickly. What's that? Don't you know?
3: Why would I?
5: It interferes with the surveillance camera in this room. No one can see or hear us. Your friends gave it to me. Friends? The doctor and some other. The
3: doctor? Where is he?
5: You're almost like a felon, aren't you? You seem to have
3: feelings,
5: just like us.
3: You've met the doctor? Yes,
5: yes, I've been intimidated. I'm scared. It seems you're going to get away with it, and I'll be lucky if I'm not under arrest by the end of the day. But I have a family, and I'm scared for them. And if I admit it, scared for myself. You have violent friends, don't you, Nyssa of Traken?
3: I really don't understand what you're talking about. I'm
5: not very proud of myself. I wish I could be stronger, but I'm frightened. It's as simple as that. So you're going to get what you want. You're going to get away with what you did. I
3: didn't do anything.
5: But if you do have even a tiny sliver of compassion in that alien heart of yours, just do me one favor. What favor? Just tell me one thing.
3: If I can.
5: Why did you do it?
3: I didn't do anything. Anything. I
5: didn't do anything. It wasn't me. I'm not responsible for my actions. Don't you think I've heard it all before? Maniacs and psychopaths gibbering in front of me, blaming it all on their mothers, begging for mercy. They didn't know what they were doing. They don't remember. I've heard every pathetic, miserable, despicable excuse there ever was, Nissa of Traken. You may not be co-team. I don't know what you are, but you're clearly working with them. So isn't it enough that you destroyed our world, condemned us all to a slow, painful death? Why did you have to come here to mutilate and murder one of us? Stop
2: it! Stop it! No! Stop it! Ah!
7: Here we are. Please! You have to get out of my way. My friend isn't... Oh, people are dealing with that. Don't go getting yourself all worked up. Just stand still. The
1: only way you're going to stop me is to use that.
7: Oh. We'll use it all right. Don't you worry. Huh.
1: Yes. And I believe you would, wouldn't you?
7: The Lady Forlian's instructions are very clear on matters of security and secrecy. Secrecy? And we can't have you running around out here, can we?
1: Someone might see you. And presumably they might hear my friend crying out as well. Look, can't you hear she's in trouble? You've got to let me
7: She's a friend of yours, is she? Well, one way or another, it's over. How long since you landed? Uh, not long. Where's your pod?
1: Pod? Well, somewhere over behind those trees, but... Which trees? Um... Farther up the hillside. I can't quite... Look, look, this isn't important. I have
7: to... This is Seedelson, Patrol 7 calling control. Hear me? Hear you. Co-team pod in Zone 4. Co-team? Check it out and retrieve. Marona may have the occupant. Bring him in.
2: Understood.
1: Uh, I, I think my pod is probably perfectly all right where it is.
7: Right, that's our cue to get moving. Come on. Um, what do we call you? Don't be shy. Doctor. Doctor?
1: Doctor, yes.
7: Right, Doctor, you better come with us or you're going to end up right in the dung, mate.
0: I know. I can hear them. One of the locals must have called the security block. Yeah. Well, the poor wretch must have been pretty determined to get out of the grounds. Why the hell didn't you stop? Wait a minute. Have they gone? Did you see what happened? Another girl? Who was she? I see. Well, find out what you can. Thank you! As if this wasn't difficult enough. Come!
6: Lady Fawlian, we... Send
0: a maiden to have that cleared up. Yes. I'm angry. Are you surprised? What do you want?
6: We think the replacement's
0: arrived. Well, that's not possible. We haven't even sent a report to them.
6: I know, but he's here. We're sending a team after his pod.
0: He came down in broad daylight. They're taking risks. Why didn't we spot it on entry?
6: It's happened before.
0: Well, not for a long time.
6: Well, now it's happened again.
0: You never miss the obvious, Quain.
6: Just as well, round here.
0: Well, i better meet him. What's his name?
6: Doctor.
0: Unusual choice of cover name. I really must speak to them about that. What's the matter?
6: He seems a bit... confused.
0: Must have had a bumpy landing. Probably came in too fast. We'll have to give him time to recover before we operate.
6: Right. Well, uh, I'll go and get it.
0: If you would. (coughs) in. So they arrested her. And our girl was definitely dead. I see. Was she? That doesn't make sense. Did you get a shot of her? Uh, good. Well, get me a copy as quickly as you can. Thank you. Yes, come. Doctor?
1: Yes, I take it your Lady Fulian.
0: Of course. Did you suffer any injury?
1: Uh no.
0: Why would you think I had? Please, there was no criticism implied. We are, of course, grateful. It's just that the timing of your landing was... Shall we say, somewhat unorthodox.
2: Hmm.
1: Well, this is all very fascinating, Lady Fulian. Tell me, am I a prisoner here? Prisoner?
0: Of course not.
1: Even though I was brought here at gunpoint. Then I'm free to leave. Leave?
0: Why would you want to leave?
1: So I'm not free to leave, I see.
0: What do you see? Please, sit down.
1: I'd prefer not. You see, I'm rather afraid that my friend's in trouble. There were two of you in the pod.
0: I didn't know that was possible. Well,
1: be that as it may, I left her by the pod while I headed for your rather impressive-looking house. When I was halfway here, I heard her scream. I think it was her. Well, at least I'm very much afraid it was her. You knew the girl? Yes, of course. She's my friend.
0: Doctor, I'd like Quain to check you over. Would you have any objection to that? Do I get a choice? Well, I am asking you.
1: And why would I need checking over, exactly?
0: To be blunt, you're not making much sense. Am I not? No, you're not. For example, I don't see how you could have known the girl, if you've only just arrived. You did arrive on Velm today.
1: Yes, we did. And perhaps it's time for me to be blunt. Do you know anything about diestrial pollution?
0: I don't see the relevance.
1: You didn't know that's the reason your sky is green?
0: Of course I know that. It's the reason for a lot of things on Velm. It's the reason you're here, isn't
1: it? It's precisely the reason I'm here. While my... pod was recovering. I thought I might take it upon myself to warn someone here about the dangerous side effects of raw diestrium fallout. Perhaps I shouldn't interfere, but I thought it wouldn't do any harm. Exactly the opposite, I'd hoped, but quite frankly, now (laughs) I'm regretting it because I left my friend. (laughs) I'm sorry, have I said something funny?
0: No, no. Now, let's see. What are you looking at? I'm looking for a bump on your head, doctor. No, nothing. No obvious injury. But uh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to insist that you see Quayne before the operation.
1: Operation? And what if I refuse?
0: Uh, I really think it'd be in your best interest. Really? All right, all right. I'll mention it in my next report to your people. See what they say. My people? Yes, but we have to tell them about the girl anyway.
1: Would it surprise you to know that I haven't got the faintest idea what you're talking about? <laughs>
0: Frankly, no. Look,
1: please,
6: I just need to see if
0: Nissa. Come!
6: Lady Folion, you have got to see that.
0: What is it, Quay?
6: We've found his, um, pod. Uh,
0: perhaps... We brought uh... it to the
6: outhouse, as usual, to ready it for transportation, but, um, I really do think you have to see it with your own eyes.
0: Doctor, please, come with us. Yes, yes, of course, why not?
7: Marone, What is it? That picture from the main gate is coming through. They say we have to get it to the lady right away. <laughs> when doesn't she want something right away? Money talks, my friend, money talks. She's had her own way all her life. Yeah. Alright for some, isn't it? Don't knock it, own. If she's true to your word, it'll be alright for all of us someday too. Yeah. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's have a look. Who is it? Me and Gates say this is a girl's security nabbed. She's a beauty, isn't she? Co-team? Yeah, either that or one of the rich bitches. Poor Putin. Why you say that? They'll have her for murder, won't they? And there's not a thing we can do about it.
0: This... This is...
6: <laughs> I know, apparently. Well, they did find it where he said his pod had landed.
0: This is your pod? Doctor?
6: Well, I admit that it probably
1: isn't exactly an orthodox design.
0: Uh, It's... It's made of wood. I know! (laughs) This isn't a landing pod, it's... Well, it looks more like a poacher's shack. (laughs) But the colour and these strange markings... I've seen Coteam's script before, but never like this.
1: It's
6: disguised.
0: The markings?
6: No, the whole thing. Sort of... Camouflage. Camouflage? Shouldn't it fit in with its surroundings, if it's camouflaged? I've never seen anything like this before. Well, it's a new model. We call it a TARDIS.
0: TARDIS? Yes, anyway,
1: if you'll just bear with me, I think we're getting a little off the point here.
6: I
0: need
1: the to point. find...
6: The point?
0: What does he mean? Doctor seems, as you warned me, a little confused. queen I'd like I to... I assure
1: you, I'm not confused, and I don't need checking over. It's this situation that's getting increasingly confusing, and the reason it's getting confusing is that I'm not who you think I am. I'm from another planet.
0: Your point being...
6: <laughs> he is confused.
1: Uh, yes, of course, the Pods. You were expecting someone from another planet. Of course. but. Forgive me, but I was under the impression that Valen technology hadn't developed to the level of interplanetary exploration.
0: That's right. Uh, no, thi-
1: wait a minute, please wait. I'm sorry to cut you off, and I'll be perfectly willing to discuss this as much as you want later. But I have to find out if my friend is safe.
0: Ah, the girl. He says he knows. Which girl?
1: Well, her name's Nissa. But
0: Nissa. Yes,
1: but that's not. The- I'd
0: assumed you were talking about Valene.
6: You've heard that she's dead.
0: Yes, and there'll be questions to answer about that. Uh, wait a minute, Valene. Who's Valene?
6: Who's Nissa? Uh, uh, excuse me,
7: Lady Folion.
0: What is it, Marone?
7: Maingate said you wanted to see this as soon as it came through.
0: Ah, oh, yes. Is she a beauty? She is. She really is. Mercy. Yes, sir.
6: That's your friend?
0: Yes. And she arrived with
1: you? Yes, but what's happening in this picture? When was it taken?
6: Shortly after Seedelson and Marone found you. I'm afraid your friend has been arrested. Arrested?
0: There's blood on her hands, and these look like... Uniformed velm security. Not known for their subtlety, especially when it comes to beauties. Beauties?
6: Why are they arresting her? For murder, we think. Murder?
0: Who's well, she supposed to have murdered? Valine. What do you think they'll make of the body?
6: They won't be able to work it out. They might as well be using blunt axes for all the good their government-issue autopsy equipment will be.
0: Poor Veline. Uh,
1: look, I realize that perhaps I should have asked this earlier, but believe it or not, I was trying to avoid confusion. What exactly is going on here? Well? Marone. Lady Fawlian. Now, there's no need for
0: that. The fact that you don't know what exactly is going on here is making me very nervous, Doctor...
3: think we've arrived?
1: Possibly. Or well, Quayne may have just wanted to rest. He's been driving for hours after all.
3: Do you trust him? I know that seems an ungrateful question to ask, since he helped me to escape. I but... couldn't
1: have done it without him.
3: So you do trust him?
1: He's helping us, that's all I can be sure of.
3: You mean you don't think he's doing it out of altruism?
1: Well, there is an argument that no-one is ever truly selfless in their actions, that there's always a pragmatic motive somewhere.
3: He's probably just doing what the Katim want, isn't he?
1: Just obeying orders, is he? Well, I think the only thing that should concern us is that he's taking us to the TARDIS. That's our pragmatic motive. How does that sound to you, Nyssa?
3: Very pragmatic.
1: Yes, and considering everything we've been through on this planet, I think it's best if we keep it that way.
6: You two all right? Yes, thanks. Managed to get any rest?
1: A little. You must be exhausted. No, I'm all right. I'll be there yet. Yes.
6: Come on, out you come.
3: Where's the TARDIS?
6: Not far, but I can't see it. How far exactly? Follow me. This way.
3: It's like being back in Alaska.
6: Hopefully not as dangerous. Well, Crane. What now? This is it.
3: What is? It's just, well, a hill covered in snow.
6: I thought you'd understand the principle of camouflage, Doctor. I follow you. Didn't you say your pod, your TARDIS, was camouflage? Yes. You're saying this hill is some sort of camouflage building, base of some sort. Of some sort. Wait a moment.
3: What's that? Katine technology?
6: Precisely. You don't trust me, us, do you? To be honest, Quain, I don't know. What we're doing on Velm is for the good of everyone.
3: But not everyone agrees with you.
6: There's a lot of ignorance about. Does it matter whether we trust you or not? We'd prefer it if you did. All right, have it your own way. Here we go.
3: It's a force field. A force field with a holographic projection on it that fits in with the surroundings.
6: That's right. Bell
1: Security can't pick it out. I suppose that's the advantage of importing advanced alien technology, isn't it?
6: What's happening? Activating the entry port. After you. Doctor? Follow me, Nissa.
1: Forgive me for pointing out the obvious, Queen.
3: But still no TARDIS?
1: I couldn't have put it better myself, Nissa. No, this is a sort of... a holding area.
3: And what are you holding us for?
1: Let me guess, you're not just going to let us get into the TARDIS and leave. Uh...
3: Quaine? What's going on? Doctor? This is getting distinctly uncomfortable. I know.
1: I had a guess, I'd say it was some form of rather unsubtle scans. Be
6: patient, Doctor. Nessa, they're not going to hurt you. They!
3: Are you still non committal about trusting him, Doctor? <sighs>
1: Let's just say I'm struggling to keep an open mind on the subject.
6: There should be no lasting ill effect.
3: Should be? That's not very reassuring.
1: By they, did you mean the co team, Quayne? Yes. Ah, an open door, an invitation,
3: or a trap.
1: The TARDIS is beyond that doorway.
3: I can't see it from here. What am
1: I right in guessing that the co are beyond that door too? Bring
2: them to me.
1: I'm guessing we don't have a choice.
3: Didn't you say there are always choices?
1: Not if we want to get off this planet, Doctor. Nissa, yes, this way, please. Hmm. Spiders, flies, and parlors spring to mind.
3: I'm not sure I understand the illusion. I'm not
1: sure you'd want to.
0: You're going to regret this,
4: Gilbrook. Obtaining a search warrant for the Foleyon estate? Having my grubby little man tramping mud all through your lovely expensive house? Seeing you going a little purple in the face because for once in your sickeningly rich privileged life You're not getting your own way. Uh, just remind me about the bit I'm going to be regretting, Lady Fulian. And now you've resorted to giving me that superior, smug look of yours. Yes, I've seen that in the papers often enough. That beautiful smile. That beautifully, surgically reconstructed smile. Can you even tell when I'm smiling? Can you even bear to look at my filthy, ugly face? Gilbrook, you have overreached your authority. I've had to look at filthy, ugly faces like mine all my life. Do you know how that feels? It feels normal. And people like you, people who sit up here in your rich palaces, screaming off profits, bribing and corrupting, but with so many government contacts no one can touch you, you think you're perfect. To me, you know what, to me, you are ugly. I feel sick to look at you. Yes, and I know that some high-up contact or other of yours will call his boss, who will call my boss, and I'll get sat on. But that's going to take time, my dear beautiful lady. And in that time, I'm going to find proof that you've been harboring alien agents somewhere in all this luxury. And then, all your important friends will run for cover, and you and your beautiful buddies will end up behind bars. Do you know what they do to beautiful boo-boos like you in the penitentiaries? Oh, I'm sure you can
0: guess. You have no right.
4: Gilbrook. Mm. But no sign of this doctor and Anissa. All right. Round up the others and start the blood tests. Oh, sorry, Lady Follian. Oh, you were saying? Oh, dear, gone all sulky, have we? Don't frown, my little beauty. You might spoil that lovely face of yours. You have no
0: evidence to support your claims. Oh,
4: why would you think that? Because your people had intimidated the witness into keeping quiet? This is
0: ridiculous.
4: Beautiful faces are so expressive, aren't they? Every little twitch means something. In all my years' in security, I flatter myself. I can see what every prisoner is thinking. Yeah, I know you find that hard to believe. That I could discern any subtlety through all the scar tissue, those sores, and the bones, and their faces all distorted and twisted, but I can. So you, Lady Beautiful, you can't hide anything from me. I know you're lying, and I know you're worried. Yes. Oh, really? I'm greatly encouraged. I'll be there in just a moment. Thanks. I can tell you're curious.
0: I'm not playing games with you, Gilbrook.
4: Why not? It's all you've got left. (sighs) My people have found a sealed basement. Quite a bit of finding. Oh, now you're very worried indeed. You wouldn't have to have a key, would you? Oh, don't worry. We'll blow it open. Then we'll find out what you lot have really been getting up to. I think you'd better come with me, don't you? Doctor
2: listen. It is clear that you are familiar with the sight of creatures alien to yourself.
1: If you've scanned us, you must know that like you, we are aliens on this world. May I ask to whom I am speaking?
2: I am a team.
3: We gathered that much.
1: I prefer not to give you further identification. Why? Because what you're doing on this planet is illegal.
2: Some would choose to interpret our actions as such.
3: And why would that be?
2: My database cannot find a match for your bioscan results. Lady Forlion has informed me that you originate from the planets Gallifrey and Charco. I have no knowledge of these planets or their policies on Galactic Sector Council resolutions. Please enlighten me. We have no policy.
1: It's no concern of ours that some might consider your actions here illegal in fact we barely understand the situation here on Bell
3: All we know is that it's dangerous for us here and we'd like to leave as soon as possible please
2: If I could be sure that you were telling the truth then I would let you go But how can I be sure Well uh you could just try believing us <laughs> You would advocate that I should trust you?
3: Yes. Is that so strange?
2: Trust is a commodity in somewhat short supply in this sector of the galaxy. What a pity. Your bioscans and the way you speak indicate highly developed intelligence. You must have formed an opinion of our work here even with the little knowledge you claim to have. I am attempting to trust you. Your hesitation is not reassuring me that I am wise to do so. Very well.
3: Doctor. They say
1: honesty is the best policy. Necessary. And
3: who precisely are they? Well,
1: oh, it's either that or make a run for it. And somehow I don't think that's going to work. Your craft is held in a force field. You need hardly have said so. Do you have anything to say? Let me see. Now I've met you. Yes.
3: Careful, Doctor. I
1: think you have something in common with the people of Veln. And what would that be? Oh, i a guess diestrial pollution. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I hit a sword.
5: Charges
4: set, sir. All right, people. Let's stand back. Oh, and you too, my lady. Wouldn't want you to get a scratch on that beautiful face of yours.
0: I insist you contact your superiors. The terms of your oh, war. Shut up!
4: That's better. All right. Somebody press that button. Can we get the lights on in there? Elbrook, please,
0: listen to me.
4: Something to say?
0: I... You, you mustn't go in there.
4: Oh, you're really scared, aren't you?
0: Look, I can't think of a better way to say this. You, you won't understand what you see in there.
4: Oh dear, ugly and stupid am I. Mind. No,
0: no, I didn't mean that. Oh,
4: I... just ugly then. Yes,
0: yes, you are ugly. Ugly and dying, all of you.
4: Oh, now we hear it. So that makes you better than us, does it?
0: Yes. Because we have a chance at life. A chance to rebuild Veln. A chance to stop all the suffering. Well, you
4: can do a lot with a pretty face in this world, darling. But you can't put right what those bastard Coteen did.
0: Gilbrook, please. Do
4: you really think a bit of cosmetic surgery's gonna mean you live longer?
0: Hey. <laughs> it isn't cosmetic surgery.
1: So I gather your people, the Koteem, suffered a planetary disaster involving some sort of diestrial energy fusion plant.
2: There was no disaster. Only the decision to use diestrium as our primary source of energy. By the time our medical scientists detected the genetic damage to our people, it was too late.
3: But how does that relate to the Veln?
2: The story of what happened to the Velm is well known in this sector. Do you mean to claim that you have no knowledge of it? I find that hard to believe. Which
1: makes it pretty pitiful as a lie, wouldn't you say?
3: All we do know is that the Velln government hold you responsible for the diestral pollution in their atmosphere, for the genetic and ecological damage caused here, and that you're trying to make amends. There was...
2: an accident. Accident? Our transport ships were forbidden to enter inhabited solar systems.
3: Transport ships? You mean ships transporting diestrial waste?
2: Highly dangerous toxins. Once the Koteem government had decided to phase out diestrial power plants, the biggest problem was the disposal of these toxins. The Galactic Sector Council gave us permission to dispose of these toxins in uninhabited areas of the galaxy.
3: And you thought this solar system was uninhabited? No.
2: Our people knew of the Fell. an undeveloped humanoid race only just beginning to venture beyond its planet.
1: So you didn't bring your diestrial waste here, so how...
2: Not officially. What do you mean? Avoiding the VELM solar system added a significant extra cost to those employed to dispose of the toxins. Their operations became more profitable if they deliberately ignored the fact that the occasional transport commander showed the initiative to... Take a shortcut, I see. There was an accident in high orbit above Thelm. Diastrial waste was released. The ship was destroyed. The planet was terminally polluted. That was four Thelm generations ago. In another four generations, we, the Coteen, Will be guilty of genocide. I see.
1: And now you're planning to prevent that. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. We'll keep it there. Right. Oh, and listen. Any word from the ministry? Oh, I'll talk as much. Well, send a message that I'll contact them as soon as I'm back in my office. I don't care if they don't like it. That's what I'm saying. All right good because i think we've found ourselves all the evidence we need down here. Yeah. Right little chamber of horrors it is too. Some of the stuff down here i i think it's co-team technology.
6: Sir, and what have you got for me? It's like a vid recorder only some sort of see-through ball thing. Our boys think they've worked out how to use it. Right. Let's go.
0: Valine, how are you feeling? Alright.
3: Uh, I think I'm alright.
6: Just take a few deep breaths, you'll be fine. Pulse is a little high, that's all.
3: Sorry, I'm being stupid, I know. It's fine, Valine. Don't worry. Ready to start? Ready to start.
1: Good girl.
0: Alright, Quain. Begin the procedure. Are you ready, Quain?
6: Everything checks out.
0: Oh. Commence intromission.
3: You feeling all right? Yeah, I think I'm all right.
6: Just take a few deep breaths. You'll be fine. Pulse is a little high. That's all.
3: Sorry, I'm being stupid. I know. It's fine, Valine. Don't worry. Ready to start? Ready to start.
1: Good girl.
0: All right, Quayne. Begin the procedure. Are you ready, Quayne?
6: Everything checks out.
0: Oh. Commence intromission.
6: Well, it's all right, Billy. You're going to be all right.
0: What's happened?
6: She's having a, an abnormal reaction. I, I, I've only seen this happen once before. Can you close?
2: I, I think, yes.
0: Closed. Will she settle down now? Let's hope so. No! Oh! Hold her, Queen! Hold her! She's broken up!
7: what have we got? It's a basement alarm. Motion sensors have kicked in. Motion sensors? Do you think we've got a break in? Call the basement. Forlian! Is, is that the guardroom? Yes, Lady Forlian. motion sensors activated? Yes, has someone... It's but... She's, she's had a bad reaction. She, she, she's broken out of the basement. What's going on? Just one moment, please, Lady Forlian. It's Valine. She's gone berserk. She's the one tripping the sensors. Get the security camera views up. Find out where she is now. I'm on it. Have you found her? Maroon? Uh, got her. She's in the grounds. What was that? We've got her on camera, Lady Forlean. She's in the grounds. What's that she's holding? Looks like a knife.
0: She took a pull. Seedelson, where's she heading?
7: Maroon, where's she heading? Oh, the sensors. She's tripping. Yeah, I'd say she's going straight for the main gate. Did you hear that, Lady? Well, what did I tell the boys at the main gate? Understood.
6: Relax. It's not going to happen, Lady Fournion.
0: How can you be so sure? You were certain she'd survived the intromission, despite the early signs.
6: She has survived the intromission. With respect. Uh,
0: Never mind the respect. Are you saying we can complete the procedure? Well? I don't know. You said something about this happening before.
6: (sighs) Once. Back in the beginning. But it wasn't like this.
0: Wasn't it like this?
6: The subject died inside. Get that. Lady Fulian, study, Quain speaking. What? I see. Yes, well, that's all we need.
0: Is... is she dead?
6: No, I don't know. It wasn't about that. What, then? Perimeter scanners have picked up... something.
0: What kind of something? They don't know. I don't believe this! All right, get Seedelson and Marone onto it, and you better make sure they're armed.
4: Gilbrook, what is it? I'm busy. At the Forlion State? Get a response vehicle there as quick as you can.
7: <laughs> oh. Beauty! Control 7 to Control, hear me? Hear you. Marone and me are now entering Zone 4. Still no sign of anything unusual. Understood, keep searching. word on Villeen? Oh yeah. Any news on the runner?
6: She bypassed the main gate.
7: What? The lady's gonna skin him alive for that. You mean they've totally lost track of Villeen? They're after her now. Rather them than me. Alright Control, continue research. See anything interesting with those things? Yeah, just focusing. Wait a moment. Spotted something. Take a look at that. Here. <laughs> look at him, just <laughs> wandering about. <laughs> reckon he's Katine. Well, he's got weird clothes on, blonde hair, and he's not as ugly as us. I reckon so. We, um, <laughs> we could just shoot him. Eh? Let's yeah, say so he got panicked. Made a run for the perimeter. We had no choice, you know, something like that. Bit of payback, you know. What they did to us. You're a vicious piece of work aren't you Marone? Nothing wrong with a bit of payback! These people are helping us now. So they say. So Lady Forlean says. Oh, I don't trust them. I'll never trust them. If you ask me, she's crazy to have done what she did- And she pays our wages. Alright. It's just a thought. Still, if it gives us any trouble, might shoot him by accident. Why don't you just resign and go and work for the security block? Well, yeah. nice pays better. Well, I must say, I do enjoy working alongside such a principled man as your good self, Maroon. Get stuffed. Well, let's go and reel him in.
3: Hello? Who's there? It's all right. Don't be frightened. I'm not going to hurt you. What's your name? Veline. I'm veline 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 put the knife down. You don't want to hurt yourself, do you? Hurt uh, myself? Yes, just drop it. Down on the grass there. Then you can tell me what the matter is. Myself? Me? I don't understand. Me? There is no me. What do you mean? Is someone chasing you? Is that why you were running? No, me. Are you trying to get away from someone? I <laughs> can't get away. Look, you're safe. Tonight. I can't ever get away. It's suffocating me, strangling me. Got to kill it. What? A kill what? What do you mean? Kill it! No, Valine! No! Put the knife down! What are you doing? You'll hurt yourself! <laughs> no. Valine, no! No! you mustn't! <laughs> no! No! Stop it! (coughs) she kept stabbing herself over and over again I couldn't stop her I couldn't it was horrible almost as if she was possessed as if she thought there was something inside her she wanted to So,
4: what do you think?
5: Crazy or what? Why are you handing her over to me? Isn't this purely a security matter? Just the sort of thing you've been waiting for?
4: I want this to be watertight, Brodlick. So I need my top nutter expert in on this. And regrettably, that
5: happens to be you. Do you have the custody report? Thank you. Nasty business. Don't pretend to be concerned. They're both beauties. uh, I heard. Yeah.
4: The murderer and the murdered. I couldn't care less if those decadent gits start killing each other. But if it means an investigation of the Follian estate, then I am a very happy boy, Brodlick. The day we wipe the smug smile off that smug Follian bitch's face will be a happy day for everyone in the world. So, one of them stabbed the other. Yes, and luckily for us, we nabbed them just before Follyon's security mob turned up. They were spitting blood. (laughs) Mind you, so was she.
5: (laughs) Any idea of motive?
4: Well, that's what I need you for. She may be, well, a nutter. What makes you say that? Well, you saw her anyway. As well as generally looking pretty mad, they say
5: she was using alien words. Do you mean? Uh, we've got a team in custody? Mm, could be. Uh, why
4: don't we know for sure? Oh, the medical boys are fannying around. I think they've messed up the blood test results. Said there was something not quite right. I don't know. Usual excuses. I told them to get it right or lose their jobs but as soon as they've run them again they'll let you know in the meantime i want you to have a crack at her see if you can find anything out see if she is nuts
5: uh, it's unorthodox but if you think it'll help Brodlick, i'll be straight with you sir i've never liked you
4: oh,
5: i'm sorry to hear that, sir.
4: That's just what I mean. You're not sorry at all, because you don't like me either, do you? But you're good at your job. A bit over-conscientious, a bit namby-pamby for my liking, but you're top-notch. What I'm saying is, Brodlick, you see me right on this one, I get promotion, I'm going places,
5: and you be going with me, understand? That's most generous of you,
4: sir. Go on, get out of my sight. I want you to be the first person to see her the moment she's discharged from hospital. Hospital? Uh, a very messy business, Murder. My officers are prone to get a little emotional when people with knives resist arrest. I
5: see.
3: That they're just going to let us get into the TARDIS and go. Not sure.
6: Uh, these must be the travel pods the Co team simulacrums land in. That's right, Doctor. We ship them back up here periodically so that the Co team can return them to their orbital space stations for reuse. Recycling? How ecologically sound. You still don't approve us, do you? Approve?
3: It's an invasion of sorts, isn't it?
6: It's survival.
3: Survival at any cost?
6: When the alternative is too horrible to contemplate. This whole situation is a... is a mess. Now that I can wholeheartedly agree with. But not with what we're doing
1: here. What the Coteam are doing here, or what you're doing here. And exactly who or what are you, Quain? You, Fawlion, and the others. We are the future of Velm. So you said, Quain. So you said. Where are you taking me? I think we've heard enough from you for the moment, sir. Just as I suspected, Lady Fawlian, your hospitality is not exactly- Please,
0: Doctor. This won't take long.
1: This way. Uh, That looks like an operating table.
6: Lie down, please, Doctor. What are you going to do to me? If you please, sir. Very well. Now what? Well, Queen. What are we expecting? Mental abnormality?
0: Or some sort of imposter from the security block.
6: Do you think that's possible?
0: Up until now, I wouldn't have thought it was likely, but we have to be sure, don't we? After all, if we're not careful, we could be risking the future of the entire operation.
1: I'd rather you didn't use that word, but I'm lying down here, if you don't mind. And considering I only came here to help you
6: people... I'm warning you!
0: Calm down, Marone. Sorry, Lady Folion. This isn't the security block.
6: A level one scan should do it.
0: Proceed. Is this really
6: necessary? These readings are all wrong. Doesn't that depend on what you're
1: expecting to see?
0: And what do you think we're expecting to see?
6: You tell me! None of the readings are consistent with a Katim simulacrum.
0: Oh, what simulacrum? Switch off. Uh. You're not Cotim. Who are you?
1: Cotim. Koteem.
0: Are you trying to say you've never heard of the Khateen?
1: No, no. Actually, that's quite the opposite of what I'm trying to say, actually. Uh, We're not doing very well on the communication front, are we? So you have heard of the Khateen? Well, I seem to remember the name. I may have read about them, or I may have met them. Sometimes it's hard to remember. Ah! Aren't they extinct or something? Extinct? Ah, no. Probably the wrong thing to say. That probably happens later, doesn't it? Sorry, I can say I'd better shut up. I think that scan thing of yours has slightly scrambled my brain. What does it look for? Brainwave patterns? Neuronic firing intervals? That sort of thing? Perhaps you'd like me to have a look at- Ow! Just stay where you are and don't touch the equipment. Sorry. Ah. That's it, I remember. The Coke Team. An arthropod-like race from, uh, somewhere past Andromeda. Well, I say that, but if you take the first galactic left after...
6: Everyone knows about the Cotime.
1: Well, I should think that was highly unlikely, wouldn't you? I've only just remembered them at a pinch.
0: Everyone on this planet.
1: Yes, I see. And you were expecting me to be a Cotime? Yes. But that can't be right, can it? As I said, they're rather arthropod-like. You know, lots of legs, claws, and five eyes, I seem to remember. Or was it six? I think it varied from continent to continent. Can I get up now?
0: I'd rather you stayed there for now, Doctor. I think
1: I met one with seven eyes once. Yes, I do remember meeting them at a conference of some sort. Well, Quain? He is an alien.
0: But not a Coteen.
1: Well, they did warn us. I can see it's a difficult concept for you to grasp. I'm sorry if I've spoiled your day.
0: Believe you me, Doctor. My day was spoiled long before you arrived.
1: Ah, the death of that girl. Valine, did you say? Yes. I was sorry to hear about that. How did she die? I take it you're not suggesting that my friend Nissa actually did kill her?
0: No, we're not.
6: She almost certainly killed herself. Why? You should be more concerned with the fact that the security people are never going to believe your friend is innocent.
0: Our people at the main gate inform me that your friend... Nyssa? Nissa, yes. She tried to help Valine. Her fingerprints will be all over the scalpel. And Security Chief Gilbrook will be only too pleased to put a beauty on trial for murder. A beauty? You really don't know anything about this planet at all, do you?
1: Except for the fact that it's shrouded in dangerous levels of diastral toxins? No. I've never come across Velm before.
0: Is he dangerous? A
6: scan shows a physiology broadly similar to that of a Velm. Hmm. The organs seem completely displaced, but like the same kinds of organs performing the same kinds of functions, I guess. Um, blood pressure and heart rate are Hearts. totally... I have two. Yes, I thought... I wondered what that
0: was. I'm guessing the short answer to my question is no. He's harmless.
6: I'd say that's fair. Nothing inherently dangerous about his physiology. We should perhaps check him for weapons.
0: Do that, and scan him again, and then bring him to my study. <laughs>
3: That's it, then. They really let us go.
1: Confusing, isn't it, when you don't know who the bad guys are? So much simpler when they have a satanic beard or black ears.
3: Has the TARDIS recovered?
1: Er... Yes, yes, I I think we've been lucky, Nissa.
3: You mean there was a possibility that it wouldn't repair itself?
1: Nothing's ever certain with the TARDIS. Now, the real trick is going to be hopping over that diestrial cloud. I shall have to be certain we start moving in time before we make the spatial shift. Could you check the power relays for me?
3: Of course. Doctor?
1: Uh-huh. What?
3: Is that it? Have you just forgotten about it all? Already?
1: No, but sometimes it doesn't do to dwell on things. <sighs> What's on your mind?
3: Did we change anything? Do we ever? Well, yes, don't we? Isn't that what you want to do? Isn't that why you said you left Gallifrey all those years ago? To make a difference.
1: Ah, the folly of youth.
3: You don't want to talk about it, do you?
1: I should do it. Want to give it a try? Doctor! Sometimes, if you stare at a painting for too long and get too close to it, all you can see are the brush strokes. The harder you stare, the more formless and meaningless it seems to become.
3: And that's your analogy for the whole of the universe, is it? A painting you don't want to look at too closely in case it doesn't mean anything.
1: I don't know. Sometimes I think of it that way, yes. But if you're asking me if we made a difference on Veln, I really don't know.
3: But you wanted to make a difference, didn't you?
1: I suppose I had some good intentions after we landed.
3: You wanted to warn people about the pollution.
1: I had some time on my hands. I thought I'd try to use it fruitfully. But it turned out that they already knew about the pollution, only too well. Four generations of bitter experience. Rather naive of me, I suppose. As for making a difference, I don't think we really influenced anything at all. If you hadn't found Valine, maybe someone else would have done. She would certainly have still killed herself. The security people would still have had an excuse to raid Forlien's estate.
3: But when you and Quayne rescued me from the security block, you really stirred them up.
1: Yes, I know. We were lucky to get away with our lives. Quick, doctor, get in. What's the hurry? The identity documents seem to convince them. Shouldn't we keep calm and try not to attract any attention? Up
6: there, security camera moving towards us, it's giving me a bad feeling. Alright. Quickly, Nissa. How are you feeling?
3: I'm fine. Let's just get out of here. Hey! Stop!
6: They're onto us! Hold on time! <laughs> They'll trace us straight back to the estate eventually. So where are we going to go? We'll have to get there and warn them. Forlian will have to evacuate. Evacuate? But don't worry, it was going to happen sooner or later. We've got contingency plans. Which are? Let's just say that after we've warned Forlian, we'll be going on a long trip, Doctor.
3: Look out! And if Quain hadn't been such a good driver, we wouldn't be here now.
1: Don't remind me, my leg still hurts. But as for our really affecting events in any meaningful way, I can't see how your being interrogated had any bearing on anything.
3: Just very unpleasant for me.
1: <sighs> Sorry. Didn't mean to be insensitive.
3: It's alright. I know what you're trying to say. And anyway, when I heard Valine's screams, I should have gone straight back into the TARDIS. Instead, I... Well...
1: You wanted to help make a difference.
3: Yes. You're right. But what about the Veln and the Katim? Who was right?
1: The Veln authorities trying to protect their people from what they saw as a terrible alien threat or the Coteam trying to make amends in spite of the wishes of the Veln. Perhaps they were both right.
3: And both wrong. Perhaps.
1: But we were just swallowed up by the situation we fell into. I'm still not sure I entirely understand it myself. We had no control over anything.
4: Who was that? The security minister. What did she say? We can't move on Foleon's estate without clearer evidence. I see. Why are you looking at me like that? So you'd better tell me, hadn't you? Tell you what? Tell me the truth about those men who took this Nissa girl out from under your nose. About the surveillance cameras cutting off.
5: I don't know what you mean. <laughs> ah! What's she doing? You can't do that! You can't- I
4: can do anything I like. Because I need you to tell me the truth and make a statement. I don't care what they threaten to do to you and your family. You know why I don't
1: care? No! Ah! Oh, please don't!
2: Ah!
4: Because whatever they said they'd do, I can do worse. These people are amateurs when it comes to intimidation. So, little Bradlick!
2: Ah! Start! Ah!
1: We can only look forward, try not to judge too harshly, and do the best we can.
3: I suppose that's all we can do.
1: Or drive ourselves insane by staring at the brushstrokes. Right, here we go.
2: Increase speed to maximum. Increasing. What is that? A power leak on aft section toxin containment fields. Shut it off immediately! Shutting it off will mean the toxin containment fields will be weakened. Space travel is not allowed in this solar system. Or were you forgetting that fact? We are therefore hardly likely to collide with anything, are we? Shut it off, pilot!
3: Those power relays seem fine now.
1: Fine one moment, not so fine the next. One minute everything seems perfectly under control and the next... Sorry, old girl, didn't mean to hurt your feelings.
3: That was another fluctuation in the relays. Which
1: rather illustrates my point, unfortunately.
3: I distinctly remember you talking about arranging some kind of overhaul for the TARDIS.
1: Yes, yes, I do that from time to time, don't I?
3: Talk about it, but don't get round to it, you mean.
1: Yes. Shall we see if your repairs have worked? I see. What?
3: Nothing. Ready when you are, Doctor.
1: So, we're drifting forwards in time at a rate of... Huh quite slowly, really. Now, where are we?
3: It's coming up as the VELN solar system.
1: VELN? VELN. VELN, VELN. Nope, never heard of it. Do we have any information in the TARDIS data bank?
3: I'll have a look. Uh, planet VELN. Nothing much here. Diagrams of land masses. Population totals listed for several centuries. Oh, what's this? Galactic Sector Council Resolution 4416. What does it say? Planet Veln on the brink of developing rudimentary space travel. Currently off-limits to all interplanetary spaceflight.
1: Currently? That must relate to the time period we're currently traversing. The database wouldn't have come up with it otherwise. Good!
3: Why? Because there won't be much traffic around.
1: Exactly. We can effect a nice, safe materialisation in space to check the power relays. Keep an eye on the relay monitor while I do this, please. Now, nice and slowly does it. So far, so good.
3: That's the helmet regulator.
1: Just slipping a little. Can you
3: compensate? Just about. We've drifted into Bell orbit.
1: Shouldn't be a problem. There.
3: Everything seems normal.
1: Good. Well, let's dematerialize again.
3: That doesn't sound very encouraging.
1: Blue and yellow flashing together. Uh, what does that mean? Ah, uh, oh, yes, yes. The outer shell of the TARDIS is reacting to some sort of toxin.
3: It says diestrium.
1: Diestrium? Very nasty indeed. What's diestrium doing in orbit around Veln? We better get out of
6: here.
3: <laughs> ah! <laughs> You're right. Just about. <coughs> <coughs> Looks like the console is going to catch fire. Should be
6: all
1: right. It
3: doesn't sound all right.
1: Diastomy is affecting the power relays.
3: It sounded like we'd hit something.
1: No, nothing out there to hit. Just a few stationary primitive orbital platforms, that's all.
3: Ah, there, that's better.
1: Drifting forwards in time a little. Century or so.
3: We're landing again.
1: So we are. And still reading high levels of diastom. Not as high as before, but still lethal. Where are we? All looks rather pleasant, doesn't it?
3: This is the planet Hmm.
1: Doesn't look like it's heavily polluted with diastream, does it? Ah yes, but look, there's still a high degree of airborne toxins.
3: Uh, Doctor, why did we land?
1: Emergency materialisation. The TARDIS needs to repair the damage to the relays.
3: Is this the ideal place for the TARDIS to do that? Given that there's diestrium in the atmosphere, and it was diestrium that caused the problem in the first place? I'm
1: afraid we don't have any choice. The old girl shut down her systems. We'll just have to wait for her to finish the repairs on her own. Care for a walk? Are you sure it's safe? The atmosphere is certainly breathable. It'll only be dangerous for us if we suffer prolonged exposure, and we're not staying long. And it doesn't look like anybody's about. We might as well. Come on.
3: It's a nice day reminds me of home in some ways
1: what's that over there in the distance
3: uh, a building of some sort isn't
1: it yes Binoculars. Oh, give me up. Hmm. beautiful architecture the product of a very civilized mind I should say hmm.
3: you're not thinking we should go and take a look no good
1: no I'm thinking I should go and take a look, and you should stay here and keep an eye on the TARDIS repairs. She may need some prompting from time to time.
3: Doctor, how do you know the people here are friendly?
1: Beautiful architecture is invariably a sign of a friendly temperament.
3: And now you're talking rubbish.
1: Perhaps, but I'll just go and take a look. Maybe I'll be able to warn them about the dangers of using diastrium as a basis for energy production. You know, just push them gently in the right direction. Suggest the ionisation of hydrogen or something like that.
3: I can see there's no point arguing with you. Stay
1: close to the TARDIS. Where
3: below? Typical. <laughs> what was that?
2: Mmm.
4: Mm. She is a beauty, isn't she? Unchravine. Mm-hmm. Lovely nose. Lovely mm. Everything. Lovely, believe I know plenty of people who give their left arm for a nose like that. <laughs> so, at a guess, I'd say multiple stab wounds. How astute. Watch it. Uh, sorry, sir. Uh, it's actually a... Uh... The one we've got in custody just stabbed her to death. Well,
1: what's peculiar about that? But the angle and pressure points of the wounds indicate. I'm not sure.
4: Spit it
1: out. Well,
6: almost as if the murderer were trying to. Trying to what? Dig something out rather than just kill the victim.
4: Well, it
1: confirms what I've always said about Fallon's lot. What's that?
4: These people are. Weird.
3: Well,
1: Quayne, now you're certain I'm not inherently dangerous and that I don't have any weapons on me. Perhaps you'd like to tell me exactly what you do here.
6: The Lady Fulian wants to see you. You can ask her as many questions as you like. Of course, I can't guarantee that you'll answer any of them. Don't want to talk out of
1: turn, I see. You're a conscientious employee, very admirable. Then let me guess, this apparatus is for some kind of surgical implantation, isn't it? Ah, I see I'm on the right track. But what about the simulacrum? Isn't that what you said? Coteam simulacrum. A simulacrum is a likeness of something, isn't it? A substitute, a kind of copy. So what would a Coteam simulacrum be? A copy of a Coteam? Hardly likely, since you thought I was one, and I'm certainly not an arthropod.
6: Alright, that's enough. Come with me. So,
1: logically, this simulacrum would be a copy of... something that looks humanoid. Something that could be mistaken for a vel.
6: This way, Doctor. I'd be delighted. It
0: is totally alien. Not Velm, not Coteam.
2: Have his actions been hostile?
0: No. He seems to know nothing about our operations here.
2: He may be working for the Kutim government or the Galactic Sector Council. He may be trying to sabotage our work.
0: My instincts tell me that isn't the case. He appears to be genuinely ignorant.
2: I trust your instincts, Lady Vorian, but perhaps it would be best if he is brought to me as soon as is convenient.
0: Very well. But there is one other thing.
2: Please elaborate.
0: This docteur has a friend, a girl. She somehow got mixed up with the death of Valine. Gilbrook and his people have charged her with murder.
2: If this girl were to talk openly to Veln's security, she may cause an increase in paranoia within the security
0: department. If that's possible.
2: She must be retrieved. I will leave that in your capable hands, Lady Follian.
0: Uh, Quain is bringing this doctor to me now.
2: Very well. My thoughts are with you. Ending communication. Come.
1: Lady Fawley, You'll be relieved to hear that I apparently don't pose you any clear and present danger.
0: I shall be the judge of that, Doctor. Please, sit down. Thank you. Where are you from?
1: I am from the planet Gallifrey, and my companion Nyssa is from Trakhan. Forgive me, but I'm sure you're none the wiser.
0: You obviously regard us as some sort of inferior species...
1: No. Less technologically developed and with no real experience of life outside your own world. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. You and I are just different.
0: How very magnanimous of you. Why have you come to our planet?
1: We are simply travellers. We're here by accident. My craft was adversely affected by the diestral pollution in your atmosphere. I was forced to land here in order for my craft... The TARDIS. Yes. Yes. It is called the TARDIS. I didn't make that up. In order for the TARDIS to effect repairs to itself. Your craft can repair itself? Yes. Look, all we want to do is leave. We didn't want to get involved with your affairs. I just want to find Nyssa and leave with her.
0: If you didn't want to become involved in our affairs, why did you come here, to this house? Couldn't you have just stayed in your craft until it had (sighs) repaired itself? Is this line of questioning irritating you? Only
1: because you're reminding
6: me of Nyssa. You find
1: your companion irritating?
6: Yes, especially when
1: she's right. I shouldn't have come here. I wanted to warn you about the Diestrian. We and...
6: already know about the diastrian. Yes,
1: I know, and I should have known that. I should have known better. The truth is, I let my curiosity get the better of me. I know it sounds stupid now, but I admired the architecture of this building. I wanted to meet the people who built it.
0: And warn us about the Diestrium.
1: Yes, I did. Look, I don't expect you to believe me. All I'm interested in is finding Nyssa. What do your security people do
6: to those people they accuse of murder? They execute them in one of several very unpleasant ways. In which case I'm begging you to let me try to rescue her. you wouldn't survive a day out there in the city.
1: Then will you help me?
0: As a matter of fact, we will. Thank you,
6: Lady Fawlian.
0: We have to. I understand. Do you have any reports on her whereabouts?
6: Last we'd heard she'd been taken to the central hospital.
0: Hospital? Our oh, security block personnel are not known for their subtlety, Doctor.
6: So you said. How soon can we get to her? Quinn? I'll start setting things up. If there's anything I can do to help... Leave it to the professionals, Doctor. I don't wish to seem ungrateful, but I take it you're helping me
1: because Nissa being arrested has somehow jeopardised your plans. That's right. And what are your plans?
0: For someone who isn't interested in the affairs of this planet. Ah!
1: Well, you see, that's my curiosity again. I just don't seem to be able to keep it under control. What's your relationship with the Coteam?
0: You'll find out when you meet them.
1: I see. You're obviously working for them, leaving the big decisions to them. Always a mistake in my experience, working for a more technologically advanced species.
0: We are not working for them.
1: No, but they're giving you something you need, aren't they? Something concealed inside a simulacrum. The facsimile of a veln. How am I doing?
0: This isn't some intellectual puzzle. You're treating issues concerning the survival of civilization on this planet as a child's guessing game. Is that what you do? Travel around the galaxy making light of other people's problems? I'm not
1: making light of them. I'm trying to understand them. So
0: that you can interfere. Give us the benefit of your superior knowledge. Isn't it enough that Veln has been all but destroyed by one alien species without another making things worse?
1: The Cotine destroyed? What has happened here, Lady Follian?
0: You haven't seen beyond this estate, have you? I was lucky enough to be born into a rich family. My mother had this place built when everything around her was falling apart. The economy, society, even the people themselves.
1: The effects of diastral pollution.
0: That's right. The end of agriculture, the collapse of food production, global economic meltdown, poverty and endemic crime. Every nation on this planet labors under paranoid government security measures and institutionalized corruption. Our civilization isn't dying. It's already dead. All that's left is the rotting corpse. My mother saw it happening, and the only way she could cope was to use as much of her power and influence as she could to shut it out.
1: So she lived here in her own personal paradise. But that wasn't good enough for you, was it, Lady Fulian? Tell me, why do you and Quayne look so different from your henchmen? Marone, I believe I heard you call him.
0: Most people on this planet look like Marone. The pollution caused some kind of genetic illness. There's no cure.
1: Except the one the Cotim are offering you.
0: It isn't a cure. Oh? It's less than that. Although, in some ways, it's more. Commence intromission.
6: Intromission successful. The co essence is integrating. Genetic structure alterations commencing.
0: I never tire of this moment. It's like a miracle beautiful miracle, like generations of disease and ugliness, burned away from within.
1: The like team are giving you their essence. I'm not sure I understand.
0: I'd invested all my family's money and in research into a cure. The funds were just pouring away. Every line of research was a blind alley. We started experimenting with the benefits of zero gravity for treatment. We took patients up into an orbital satellite I'd bought off the government. Oh, they were always keen to take my money. Ridiculed me in public, but took my money behind closed doors.
1: And the team contacted you, didn't they?
0: They did. High
2: orbit unfailed. Diaspora waste was released. The ship was destroyed. The planet was terminally polluted. That was four Velm generations ago. In another four generations, we, the Coteen, will be guilty of genocide. I see. And now you're planning to prevent that? My people had experimented with isolating that which made us what we were.
3: Your essence.
2: As our bodies decayed, we attempted to transplant this essence into artificial survival units. But it was useless. The essence could not survive.
3: So you thought you'd use the Veln as your new bodies? Our
2: government offered many ideas for reparation to the people of Veln. They rejected everything we offered. They became paranoid, warlike.
1: Understandably. You had condemned their planet to a long, lingering death.
2: We knew that only too well, as we had condemned ourselves to death. Eventually, the Galactic Sector Council declared all contact with Veln illegal.
3: You mean, you're not official?
2: Our government have dismissed us as extremists and fanatics. They say we are attempting to create a hybrid race. Isn't that what you're doing? We have discovered that the Koteem essence strengthens the Velm genetic structure.
3: And you're sacrificing Koteem lives to do this? All of us
2: within our organization
1: hope to make that sacrifice. Two doomed races joined to create a new one. It's an interesting notion. Thorny ethical issue, then.
2: We value the sanctity of life so much that we are prepared to change the nature of life itself so that it may continue. You may view us as either fanatics or the saviors of two races.
3: But aren't you forcing the Velm to become, well, surrogate Kuti? No one is forced.
2: And in truth, Very little of the Coteam remains after the process. Very occasionally, a subject rejects the implantation. We bitterly regret such occurrences.
3: That won't bring Valene back from the dead.
1: Some might say you're attempting to play God.
3: All
2: races evolve and develop. Why should not that evolution, that quest for survival be scientifically introduced? Or should both races suffer because of the sins of their forefathers? Isn't it time to break with the past?
3: But shouldn't both races as a whole choose to do this? Both governments
2: are blinded by prejudice.
3: Have you thought that it might be you who are blind?
1: I
2: wouldn't want to be in your position to have to make that choice.
3: Neither would I. If the Cotim or Velm
2: governments were to hear of our operation, It would be the end for both civilizations.
3: It is the end though, isn't it?
1: Or the birth of a new one. We won't tell anyone. It's not our place to interfere. You may go.
5: when you look at the face of most people in the world. Distorted skin tissue, abnormal bone structure.
0: Our civilization isn't dying. It's already dead. All that's left is the rotting corpse.
5: Should
2: both races suffer because of the sins of their forefathers? Quain, Lady Forlion has been relocated. You must join her and restart the
6: operation. Of course. Gilbrook and his men will have torn apart everything on the estate. Will our plans be compromised? They won't be able to make head nor tail of it. It's beyond
2: them. Let us hope so. However, I will relocate this ship. Your security people may find something on the estate which can lead them to it.
6: Glad to see you've still got the security of the operation at heart. What is troubling you? The two strangers. You... you just let them go. Yes. You trusted them?
2: You think I was foolish? I think you took an unnecessary risk. Trust is always a risk. Did not you and Lady Forlion take a risk in trusting me all those years ago? Point taken.
4: Gilbrook to all assault vehicles. Stand by. We're now approaching the location of suspected cotium incursion. Bring all weapons to bear. This is it, sir. Bradley, give me the map. You had to drag me halfway across the world. You're my star witness, Bradley. I want to keep an eye on you. Anyway, when we get our hands on those alien scum, I want to know what makes them tick, and you're just the man to find out. I'm not qualified to work on aliens. Yeah, don't remind me. This is definitely it. You see? Matches the grid reference we found at Foley's Files. There's nothing here. No? No, there isn't, is there? No. Which means we have to start again, Brodlick. Start what again? I know there's got team on this planet. I feel it in my aching bones, Brodlick. And if it takes the rest of my miserable life, I shall not lay down and die until I've made sure those filthy aliens have finally left us alone! know something, Brodrick? What? My great-grandfather was just a kid, working in the fields when it happened. When what happened? Fields. Can you imagine that? Huge areas of land where crops would grow. Crops that could feed thousands of people. And my great-granddad, he looked up into the sky, And so he told his son, and so he told my dad. He saw that cotium ship explode. He saw it. He said it was like paint spilling across a table. It seemed that fast. He said, he said it was almost beautiful.
2: Pilot, what is that? An object has just appeared dead ahead of us. Cuboid, high mass and energy. Full avoidance, procedures, emergency thrust. The object appears to be emitting some kind of warp distortion field. But it is stationary. Captain, it has disappeared what is happening now? Toxin containers have smashed in the aft section. What about the containment fields? You ordered them shut down. The hull is breaking up! No! There was an accident in high orbit above Velma. Diastrial waste was released. The ship was destroyed. The planet was terminally polluted. That was four fell generations ago.
1: As for making a difference, I don't think we really influenced anything at all.